Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Just when you thought it was difficult enough to be a firefighter, having to jump into burning buildings and deal with smoke and retrieving cats from trees, well, did you know that firefighters receive training also in removing butt plugs and penis rings? Because there are many instances where butt plugs and penis rings are getting caught <laughs> in people's um, orifices or whatever you want to call it. The poor firefighter's got to get involved in those instances and be very prepared. You got to be prepared. You got to know what to do when it comes to a, a, a stuck butt plug. <laughs> a penis ring that won't that won't uh, in, disengage itself <laughs> from a member <laughs> oh my god it disengage itself from a member that's like one of the cleanest ways i could have said that <laughs> i'm amazing <sighs> oh poor firefighters yep been on the force 25 years and here i am trying to get a cock ring off <laughs> don't worry bill we're gonna give you a medal for that you've removed so many cock rings and taken out so many butt plugs this year that you get a medal <laughs> Well, well, over in Germany, this is what's happening. Okay, so, uh, you know, I thought it was the U.S., but apparently this is uh, firefighters in Germany. It's all down to the love of butt plugs and penis rings in, in this country of Germany. And it's left firefighters in high demand because every so often the sex toys get a little too attached to their owners and require urgent emergency removal. But getting rid of a stuck penis ring or a butt plug is no easy task. It requires delicate care and attention. <laughs> And, and a phone call to your wife beforehand. <laughs> Sorry, honey. No, this isn't cheating, but I, I mean, I just, I, I, I thought I'd give you a call just to let you know that I'm about to remove a butt plug from a woman today. I don't want to. It's just part of the job, <laughs> job, honey. <laughs> Trust me, I've never seen her before. We won't exchange numbers after I do this. <laughs> this is all about the job. Oh, man. And in this article I came across, they have a... <laughs> this is great. <laughs> they have a... They have like a mannequin, like a dummy, uh, with an erect penis and a tight penis ring wedged on it. <laughs> and the, the firefighters are practicing taking it off. <laughs> Part of the training. After they give the damn thing mouth to mouth, I guess they, then, then, they, then they take off the penis ring and remove the butt plug. <laughs> And then it's more mouth to mouth because at that point you're in a relationship. <laughs> I can't even I can't even do this picture is amazing. Please Google please Google this. Oh Lord. Um Okay. Alright, at a seminar for six hundred firefighters in, in Dresden, East Germany, firefighters learned exactly this, how to properly Remove a uh, <clears throat> a cock ring wedged to a mannequin. <laughs> on this occasion, a penis ring was trapped on the shaft of the dummy's manhood, they say. The seminar is entitled... Um, <laughs> wow, wow, this is funny. The seminar is entitled Maschinenunfalle, which means mechanical failures. <laughs> wow, what a, what a clean way to, to refer to what's going on here. Yes, mechanical failures? Is that what you're going to call this? <laughs> Not like sex toy wedgies or, <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> Cock rings gone wrong. Mechanical failures. Yes, we have to report two mechanical failures in Dresden this week. Anyways, the, uh, the, the seminar shows them how to remove the ring without harming the unfortunate man or his member or her member. I mean, these days you got to, anyone could have a member these days if you got enough money, I guess so. Her member, his member, whoever, whoever's got a member. Butt plug and cock ring removals are in high demand in Germany. Uh, first, okay, what is it? Uh, wow, they give you a step-by-step uh, breakdown on how to remove uh, a, the, uh, the cock ring. And it involves a spatula inserted between the member and the ring, the member and the ring before it can be cut off with a grinder. Oh my god, they cut off the... Oh, there's a picture of them cutting off the cock ring. They don't even slide it off using like all sorts of like, I don't know, olive oil or lube. They just cut it right off. They don't show you exactly what to do with the butt plug, but I'm going to guess it's um, a lot of pushing. It's like giving labor, perhaps. I don't know. I would hate to see a a picture of them cutting open somebody's butt to retrieve a butt plug. (laughs) My god. Uh, I mean, that's hospitalization at that point. Why not take these people to the hospital? Why do the poor firefighters have to do this? This is this is like in a medical emergency. I'm like, all right, listen, I'm a firefighter. I'm not removing that. You go to the hospital and get that removed, okay? That's not part of our job description, okay? We put out fires. Hello? Fire is in the title of our, of our title. So, yeah, we're not, you know, it doesn't say butt plug stuck fighters, uh, cock ring fighters. It's firefighters. Hello? But, yeah, um... Man, Germans. <laughs> Gotta love them. The Argentina soccer team has to apologize for a manual they published on seducing Russian women. <laughs> okay. I'm assuming it wasn't a wide publication, but just among the soccer players. Here, guys, this is how you seduce Russian women. Follow the steps. Page one. Find a Russian woman. Uh, Buenos Aires. The head of the Argentine Football Association has apologized for the publication of a World Cup manual that included advice on how to woo Russian women. (laughs) I just can't even... You would think that there's, like, of all the things to give advice on, like, that would be not only the last thing, but it would just never happen in a manual. You know what I mean? Hey, guys, look, we're going over there. Let's just concentrate on being good at soccer, a.k.a. football, and winning, okay? And, you know, here's some extra tips in case you get lost in Russia. This is what we do. You know, you guys, it's hard to get around in Russia because, obviously, you're from Argentina and you don't probably speak Russian. All of this. But, you know, this is some extra shit, though. Hey, guys. If you want to get laid by Russian women because they're beautiful, here's a go to the uh, go to chapter ten. <laughs> um, you might not you might want to not skip chapter nine, which is some uh, photos of naked Russian women that we also included <laughs> in case you were wondering what they look like, <laughs> and you were on the fence about whether or not you want to woo them. <laughs> well, here's some photos of them naked. They're obviously beautiful, uh, but you got to get through the language barrier, and you can find out in the next chapter how to do that. <laughs> This is unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. The uh, the manual, which has been condemned as sexist, uh, was part of a course entitled Language and Russian Culture, Thinking of the World Cup, and including the tips, be clean, don't be negative, and don't treat women as objects. Well, at least they told them. <laughs> Although, in a way, you're, like, treating them as objects by having, you know, including this in the manual. <laughs> like, okay, so let's not treat them like objects. Now... Let me tell you how to pick him up at the lounge. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. An internal investigation concluded that part of this material was printed in error. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm sure it was a big old error. 
Oh, yeah, we didn't mean to do this. This was a total joke. We wanted... We, uh, we meant to put in some uh, classic Russian recipes. <laughs> like uh, kugel, or uh, I don't even know. <laughs> what, what's, a Russian, what's a Russian food? Sausage? I'm an idiot. It does not reflect the thinking of the Argentine Football Association we want you to know, nor its president, Claudio Tapia, nor any of its directors, the association said in a statement. Oh, my goodness. News reports said the information had, be pre had been presented to the players, AFA staff, and media earlier this week as a at a special forum on how to prepare for the World Cup. <laughs> uh, well, they wanted to get all their bases covered. You know, Hey, we're going to the World Cup. Um, it's all about just the sport, right? Just going over there and winning, right? No, well, 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 well there's other things going on, guys. Have you seen those Russian women? Now, look at I know you're a great goalkeeper there, um, uh, Paco, or whatever your name is. Argentinian, what's a Ar great Argentinian name? Um... Uh, Felipe, you're a great goaltender, um, and, you know, I don't want to take away from your game, but you might want to, you know, maybe the night before the match, just get out there and go to the dance clubs and see what, see what I'm talking about here. Yeah, they're, uh, they're for real, these women. <laughs> right, guys? And by the way, no curfew while we're over there, because I want you guys to get laid as much as possible. <laughs> After all, these are Russian women, guys. You want to get in bed with them as quickly as possible. They're fantastic. And if you want to bring them back with you, there's an uh, appendix at the end of this manual that uh, teaches you what the procedure is to marry a Russian woman. And uh, there's some paperwork and some hoops you've got to jump through, but you can marry them too while you're here. So uh, you, you might want to refer to that in the back of the book. <laughs> So stupid. Now let's go out there and win, guys. <laughs> a man spends four hours in his underwear on the roof of a Wendy's. How the hell did this happen? Hmm, and I wonder what state it happened in. Florida, cause all the maniacs in Florida. There's weirdos around every corner cause the water's fishy and everybody's missing chromosomes in Florida. <laughs> Wow, my, my, my Florida song gets weirder every time. St. Augustine, Florida. A man found his way to the roof of a St. Augustine Wendy's, where he then stripped down to his underwear and started yelling at the onlookers. <laughs> what happened? What Did they run out of Frosties? <laughs> Is that what it's called? The Frosty? Yeah. Uh, the county sheriff's office tweeted Saturday that they were responding to a troubled individual in the area near U.S. Highway 1. Whatever, whatever. I love how they tweeted this. They tweeted... <laughs> Oh, man. Unbelievable. The cops and the Twitter, man. I mean, we go over this again and again, and I know, and I'm still baffled by how often they use social media, but, like, why would you... Why would... The, why is the first thing that you do... Hey, listen, we got a, we got a call about an emergency. All right, uh, what's going on? Oh, yeah, there's a guy shooting people in, in the square. Okay, um, yeah, we should probably get over there, but first let me tweet about it. I mean, it's like... <laughs> what happened to, like... Your first response should be just to go, not to tweet. I mean, you're, you're as bad as, like, regular citizens now, police. I mean, those people that, like, see a, a crime happening and they uh, shoot a Snapchat video of it instead of calling for help, you're now as bad as them, police. Okay, according to witnesses at the scene, the unidentified man had an argument with someone. He became angry and climbed to the roof of the Wendy's. <laughs> After the man climbed to the roof, he stripped down to his underwear and started yelling at onlookers. It wasn't until four hours after the uh, sheriff department's tweet that the man was helped down by a rescue team. <laughs> the restaurant had to close during this incident. At this time, we do not know if the man will be facing any charges. <laughs> well, I'm assuming he will be uh, facing some sort of charge. Lewd behavior. What, I mean, there's something for everything these days. Um, you know, your underwear doesn't match your socks. Is that a charge? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> the guy's obviously on 
on hard drugs too, right? I mean, you got to be on meth to do these kinds of things, I'm assuming, right? So drug test the guy, you'll find he's on something. No one does this. What argument goes so wrong that you just got to climb on top of a roof and strip? I mean, I don't know how that happens. I've never been, I mean, I've had arguments where I've been, all right, so look, I, you know, there are, Sometimes you get in an argument and, you, and you're going to get into a fight and you take off your shirt, right? You've seen those these idiots that take their shirt off before a fight. For a fight, I don't know if they still exist, but when I was a teenager, these people existed. <laughs> they had they had barbed wire tattoos. They wanted to show you across their chest, so they they were hoping that I'd be I guess by taking off the shirt that you would back down and run away. But you know, whatever. I don't know if guys still do this. People still do this before they're going to fight. Take off the shirt. Maybe this guy was one of those people though, and he's like, you know what? I'm, but I'm too old to fight. But let me just take off my shirt and and climb on a roof and scream down at you <laughs> I don't even know I don't know how this happens it's so weird and what could have possibly gone wrong at the Wendy's I mean did he want the person he was with I mean they have a disagreement about the uh, quality of the chili because I mean, I've had some arguments about the quality of Wendy's chili some of my friends were like Wendy's needs to ditch this chili it should not even be available on a menu a chili, a chili is a sensitive item and if it's not done right it shouldn't be offered at all but my my retort to that was like it's actually not done that bad at wendy's you know i I really don't think it's that bad i've even ordered um fries and then dipped them in the chili uh and then that was all my meal i had a a big bowl of chili and then a huge large fry and just dipped it Uh, obviously cannabis was involved in that whole thing i mean how else would i have come up with that (laughs) so hey by the way florida i just want to give you a shout out and say uh thank you for the meth (laughs) Appreciate that. People are taking off their clothes and making scenes all over Florida. And we're grateful at Weird AF News because you're giving us material. Without you, there'd be no way at Weird AF News channel. I'd have to retire. Shit. Hello, it's Jonesy. You've been waiting for me. I know that. My fellow weirdos. Yeah, well, I'm back. I don't go anywhere. Usually during the week, I'm here five days. Also, if you haven't checked out my YouTube channel, it's really fun. And I'll put a link in the description of this. And uh, Or if you're on YouTube, just search Weird AF News. should come up. And uh, yeah, you get to see my, my uh, facial expressions twist into a red-faced, angry nonsense as I lose my mind over certain stories, such as how the hell are women getting pregnant and not knowing it? Anyways, I don't want to get into that now. I want to get into some emails that I got. One from Daphne, Daphne Thompson, who said, I was laughing this morning listening to your rant about women who don't know they are pregnant. I don't know whether to be slightly jealous of them or roll my eyes at them. I've had two and even 18 plus years since I still remember being so sick early on. How do they not feel a baby moving around? There were times I could feel their feet in my ribs or my bladder being headbutted. And don't get me started on labor pains. They have to be in denial. Signed, Daphne, in parentheses, who also isn't fond of crying babies. Well, Daphne, then you and I should go to that island in Brazil where there's no babies (laughs) being born. But yeah, hey, look at this is right from a woman. This is right from the, um, what do they call that? The uh, Right from the something, the mouth. The, The something mouth? The horse's mouth? Yeah, she's saying... How you know you're getting sick early on? My ex-girlfriend uh, told me the time she was pregnant, super, super uh, like nauseous early on. Couldn't smoke cigarettes anymore. Couldn't drink booze. Like all of these signs. Not to mention you know the movement going on in there. But hey, whatever. Hey, oh, oh, and by the way, not to mention your period stops. You know, for those of you who still have one. <laughs> so anyways, got another great email from Christopher Chance. 
He wrote, it's obvious that the pig was planted in the dog shelter by the police as an informer so he could rat out the dogs about illegal activity they have been involved in. Is it possible that these imprisoned dogs were former police dogs that had gone rogue and refused to disclose their activity to their police handlers? Also, what is the background on the owner of the pig and what is the source of the funding for the pig's food and upkeep? Why didn't the police issue a ticket to the pig's owner for not keeping him in a cage? Could it be the pig owner is a reserve police officer and a possible co-conspirator? Why haven't the police released the video from the arresting officer's body cam? How is it that this pig was able to survive the pig genocide of 2015? Is there a connection between this event and Bob Evans Farms, which is based in Ohio, and whose CEO is of Afghan descent? <laughs> Christopher, you are a maniac, bro. I love it. I mean, you're probably weirder than me. Where did you come up with this? I'm going to guess... A lot of weed going on at the house of Christopher Chance. A lot of weed smoking. Coming up with this conspiracy theory about the pig story that I did yesterday. A guy was followed by a pig and the, had to call the police. And then they brought it to a dog shelter. I don't know if you, if you missed that, though. Listen to yesterday's episode. It was amazing. If you want to email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also call 646-450-2012. You can uh, DM me on the social medias as well. On Twitter, at Funny Jones. On Instagram, at Funny Jones. And Facebook, Comedian Jonesy. And uh, did, I, did I give them all out? I think I did. Okay, good. Uh, nice to hear from you. Thank you. <laughs>